0: Hello, welcome to episode 30. I'm your host, Molly Jager, and I am so glad you're here. Welcome. How are you today? I hope you're doing well. I'm doing pretty good. Today was the, or is the last day of school for my kids. So that means we've got summer coming, which it means there's a big fat balancing act of getting work done and spending time with the kids and all this stuff that happens during summer. So it's good. Today I want to talk to you about states of being. And I've talked about this a little bit before. I'm going to kind of go into some of the physiology and why that is important to recognize. And I'm going to talk about how you can have an impact on your own state of being and how to identify when that's Important in the moment. And also I'm going to talk about how it can be tricky, right? To make that decision to have an impact so that you can again, as always, I love to prepare you with knowing the challenges ahead of time, right? It's always good. And we'll do a couple of visualizations that I'll I'll walk you through so that you can get that sensorial experience of what I'm talking about. so That's always good too. And just before we jump into today's topic, I want to let you know that I have space. So I am inviting a couple new people to work with me. If you would like to find out more, if you are interested or curious about working with me, the way to do that is to reach out at molly at movetonourish.com. That's move, T-O, Nourish. Com. You can also find a form on my website to fill out, or you can find me on Facebook. And of course, I will put some links in the show notes. So this is for somebody who is ready to mo- make a move in their life. You're, you've done a lot of things, and you feel like you're maybe on the cusp of things really changing, but somehow you still feel blocked from accessing that change that you want. You feel like it's just something that is keeping you from who you are or experiencing what you want in life. And you might even think that it's something in your body, like your body is just... Feels like it's fighting against you somehow, like you're at war with your body and you don't want to be. And you're doing all that you can to try and be nice to yourself and take care of your body and take care of yourself and doing lots of things, but also finding, feeling like you aren't capable of maintaining that. You know, so you keep falling off and getting back on, taking care of yourself and not, and you feel that. Uh, really back and forth or up and down um, action in your life. And, And you're ready to stop that pattern. You're really ready to move beyond it. So I work with people to identify what those blocks are and how to dissolve them. I've been doing some really interesting work lately that gets inside some aspects of the subconscious and the nervous system That helps to open up those old habits, those old neural pathways and rewire them to create new connections so that the experience is not full of drudgery. Your experience is that it's that everything that you have is there already. The tools for change are there. It's just a matter of accessing them. So it's a very light, very gentle way of creating change in your life. It's not hypnosis. (laughs) I know it kind of sounds like that when I talk about getting into the subconscious, but it's not. It's not hypnosis. It's just profound clarity. So it's really exciting work. I would love to share it with you. It's awesome. And now would be a great time uh, to reach out to me if you're on this in this place where you are ready to make this next evolution happen of your life. And the last thing I'll add is that this process, in order to get to a place where you experience really deep level change, is about three months. If your main concern is getting pain-free, that can often happen in six weeks. So resolving chronic pain for the most part, that can often happen pretty quickly. And then getting into some of those other habits and patterns that happens in sort of the latter half of that three months. We get down in there, but then to really build strong new neural connections that last, that takes some time. We go into the different areas of your life where you want to you know, bring that level of clarity and bring that level of awareness into just to give you a sense of that time frame. So it's really not a, a massive commitment. If you think about it, three months, that's a crazy short time to experience big change. But when you're doing this kind of work with the nervous system, it's possible, right? So that's really amazing. And I invite you to join me. So check out those links and make your way on over and let's chat. Okay on to today's topic states of being so states of being are can be i should say recognized although generally we don't recognize them because often we're just in the experience of whatever it is that we are happen that we happen to be doing And we often aren't aware of how the different states of being play into our actions and our decisions that we make. So I'm going to speak broadly initially, and then I'll get into some of the more detailed experience that you may have. So broadly speaking, there are two primary states that we can move in and out of as human beings. Now, these are kind of the most basic foundational states. And the one that you will have heard a lot about is that fight, flight, freeze, or fawn state. So this originally, most people just knew it as fight or flight. And then with more awareness, with more study, freeze was added. And then fawn. Fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, and fawning is a kind of action or that you take that is a safety mechanism where you're being nice in order to be safe. Where you feel that there's a sense of threat, and being nice feels like it helps you to keep helps to keep you safe, right? So that's that fawn uh, that was recently added. And that has been identified. So fight, fight, freezer Fawn is <laughs> kind of a mouth, uh, tongue twister there. And the other one is that is in kind of opposition to that, that many people don't hear a lot about. Do you even know what it is? Like what its name is, what it's called? Does anybody know? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> Give you a second to think about it. The other state is called rest and relaxation. Rest and relaxation. A little bit of R&R. It's ironic that, I find it so ironic that the state that everybody doesn't want to be in is the one that we're all talking about. And I know that it's important to be open and to talk and to name things, right? That's the awareness piece. But let's also add into the conversation awareness of the place where we want to be, right? The words for that. So that state is called rest and relaxation and the majority, you are designed to spend the majority of your waking life in that state, rest and relaxation. How funny is it that at least in the English language, R&R is something that we associate with vacation or off time that is relegated to time away from work. Now, here's what's interesting. And when you start to, because when you start to look at the way that people talk about these things, then you start to understand the way that we conceptualize them, right? Without even thinking about it. We have this sense that R&R and work don't go together. So that lightly implies that, stress goes with work right and we might feel that when we're in a state of stress then we're getting something done or that when we're getting something done we need to be a little bit stressed about it (laughs) okay and if we're not stressed then maybe we're not being productive enough right so you might not have these thoughts consciously in your mind, but they might be kind of alive in your system that, and they kind of might play out under your conscious radar. So a couple of things first and then we'll do a little activity. So it's important to know that when you are in these different states, there is a physiological change in your system. So different hormones and chemicals are being released into your system, and they have an impact. So when you're fully in this stress mode, fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, things shut down in your body. The fun- some functioning uh, slows down. So for example, some of the main ones are your digestive system. Another primary one is your immune system. Those two systems uh, kind of get put to the back burner in those moments because they are the message is these things are not the priority right now. Priority is safety, priority is dealing with a threat. So when these chemicals and hormones are swimming around in your bloodstream that come out of stress, they literally shut down the functioning of your digestive system and your immune system. So those are just a couple of components of how stress, or examples of how stress impacts your system. And another one I always like to bring up is that being in that mode, your brain stops processing peripheral, your peripheral vision, which I think is really interesting because you, you get your focus narrows And you lose contact, you lose sight, literally, of things that could be available to you that are near you. Pretty fascinating, right? Your brain just doesn't register it. You forget to look around. You forget to see things. Really interesting. Okay. So, R&R. This is interesting coming into summer for me because... I remember summer growing up in the United States as this amazing time of just endless freedom, no pressure, no urgency at all whatsoever. And I remember looking back on it, this feeling of summer as a child being like, Utterly delicious, just profoundly uh, wonderful. So much so that I couldn't like grasp, I, I couldn't grasp it. Something that I would want to like just hold on to and never let go of. And of course, it, you can't, it's fleeting. And this is my experience of summer in, ch- in my childhood. And I know that around the world, it's not always the same or even in the United States that people have had a lot of different kinds of experience. But this is my personal experience with summer and you might relate to it. And if you don't, that's fine. What I want to invite you to think about is a time in your life where you felt that lack of urgency, where you where urgency didn't even exist, <laughs> where time was yours, Time was non-existent, and this could be periods of time in your life uh, from your childhood or another period of time. It could be, you know, singular, a singular moment that you remember, but I want to invite you to just look back through your memory to a time when this was present for you, this kind of experience. And, and when I want to invite you to identify what that was like. Can you kind of let it sit for a little bit and just feel into it? And you might be able to describe it in words. Maybe some colors or sensations come to you. Some movement. How would you how would you express it or feel it? It's interesting. You might struggle to recall something and that's fine too. And also what you might experience is the duality of having that memory and being able to recall that sensation, but also through the lens of your current state, which if that is, uh, time pressurized or pressurized in another way, you might be able to feel both at the same time. Yeah. And just notice anything that you feel around it. So is there any sense of loss, any sense of joy in the memory? What accompanies the memory itself or the recollection as you experience it? And just open up to all that you experience. Oh, it's so good to be available to everything and not just the good things, right? Open to everything even the dislike, right? So just open up to all that you experience. And yeah, feel it. Feel it for yourself. Hmm. I remember too going into summer, there being this intense longing for something that was unidentified and also, even as a young child, I knew that that longing could never be met. There was nothing that could ever meet that hunger, that was longing for something. And there was no cherry popsicle or ice cream cone from the ice cream man or amount of hugs or assurances or anything that could ever meet that longing. And I, as a child, always just had that kind of awareness. Even to this day, I'm not sure what that relates to, but that's present for me in my memory. So you might have this interesting mix. So what's interesting about rest and relaxation is that it doesn't mean that you're on a trip to the spa. It doesn't mean that you have all this time and nothing to do or that you're idle. And I want to make this distinction really clearly because rest and relaxation simply means that you can, you're can you in the midst of preparing dinner without freaking out about the next day or something in your future. You're in the midst of a conversation and you're present in that conversation without having your mind be split in 10 different ways, uh, trying to deal with 10 different things at the same time as you're having the conversation being in rest and relaxation means that you are engaged with life in the moment in front of you from a place of present. right that you are not necessarily in a perfectly calm and whatever state but that you're present right that you're not in 10 different places in your mind and in your body that you're not agitated, right? So being a part of society, being a part of the group is important. And you, and we have a need to feel valued, to be a valuable part of society. And that includes work and engagement with activity. We don't want to be idle all the time. We don't want to be stressed, but we also want to be engaged in activity. And so work, I want, I, don't, I want to open the association of work and rest and relaxation being potentially connected for you. Activity and rest and relaxation being uh, connected for you. Because I think often what happens in our modern lives is that we uh, jobs kind of stack up. They stack up and they stack up and they stack up. And we feel like doing them is an incredible burden that is overwhelming. And I want to invite you to consider the uh, consider the possibility that being engaged in taking care of the jobs that you need having done in your life, like paying your bills, gardening, cooking the meals, doing the grocery shopping, cleaning, like all these kind of mundane tasks and even balancing your finances and things like this, that This helps you to be an active and engaged, uh, play an active and engaged role in your life in a way that gives you power, that gives you, that empowers you, right? That gives you a sense of agency. And that if you begin those with a sense of fight, flight, or freeze, I know I often do, you know, I'm speaking from experience, that you can... See this broader view, knowing that once you become actively engaged and present with these activities, that that in and of itself will have an effect on your state and that it is putting you in a position of power in your life. And that in and of itself helps to bring about rest and relaxation. So here's the thing in our modern world. There's so much stress. Oh my goodness. People are stressed. Out. There's stress going on everywhere. It's a major thing. And you might not be stressed, which, if you aren't, awesome. I'm so glad for you. There's no need to be stressed. (laughs) But many people are. Your system is not designed to take in the amount of information and data and live at that hot level of high processing meaning um, processing maximal amounts maximum amounts of information and taking in all of the information about all of the world and the state of things all the time and if you feel like you are in this place where you are uh, you need to stay on top of certain things and you feel this kind of very, it could be mild, very, very mild to not so mild um, attachment to knowing what's happening. That in and of itself can be an indication that your system is in low-level stress. When it's when you have difficulty identifying what's important and what's not important, what's essential and what's not essential or when you can identify it logically, but you're not willing because emotionally you're still grasping for the non-essential information, the non-essential work, then that's an indication often that your system is in a state of fight or flight. The other thing that happens when you're in this place is that the areas of your cognition are less accessible to you. So making certain decisions becomes difficult, let's say. Decisions about your future, informed decisions. So being able, for example, if you're needing to take in information, process it and then make decisions about it. It can be very difficult to do from within this fight or flight state, fight, fight or freeze, fawn, all those things. Because your priority is really to protect yourself in that moment because you're perceiving a sense of, of threat. Whether you realize it or not, your system is in kind of alarm mode. And of course, this doesn't go without saying um, that this is may, a huge contributor to chronic pain, right? That chronic pain itself is a threat detection system. Pain is a threat detection system. So if you sense threat, then this is one of the primary ways that your body has to communicate that you need to pay attention, even if there is no real threat. Right? Okay. So this is one of the first things that we do in resolving chronic pain is to create a sense of safety for your nervous system to get out of that fight, fight, or freeze and fawn mode. Very interestingly, when you're in that state, you often can struggle to get out of it because there is an attachment to it because there's a sense of fear. It's like you're trying to imagine calm down a kid, and that kid is like totally unwilling to be calm because they're freaking out, because their system is like, but there's something to be freaking out about. And it can take a while for your system to shift back over. Uh, the other day I was speaking to a new person, to, new to me. I'm new to them. They're really struggling with about of back pain that has come on suddenly, has been very debilitating, and they aren't aware of this kind of new imp- information about pain that I talk about on this podcast. And they're very much in the mode of looking for a surgeon and sur- for different procedures, getting a ton of like... Conflicting information and very stressed out. Now, it was extremely clear when we spoke that they were in this state of fight, of this fight, flight, or freeze, stressed out state. Um, Definitely not fawning, more in fight and flight, all the things. And finding it very difficult to make heads or tails of any information that they were receiving or any uh, choices that they could make. So when you find yourself in this position, it's really important to give to notice and to give yourself a moment to come down. And there we're gonna do we're gonna do a little uh, moment together today that I'm gonna guide you through. And here's the thing which can also happen, and I like to point this out every time. If you ever notice this happening, It's like don't stress it, don't stress the stress. (laughs) You know, it's like okay. So notice that you're stressed and just be like, dang, I'm stressed. Don't be like, oh, I'm stressed and this is terrible. I need to get unstressed, right? Just like what? Just laugh, have a laugh, have just have a have a moment and be like, dang, I am. Jittery, I can't think straight. Look, like, check me out right now. I am totally not in rest and relaxation mode. <laughs> you know, so that you can be aware of these things and not adding or compounding the stress by judging and criticizing and freaking out about what you notice. Okay? It's like totally an option. All right. So, Where do you think that you're at right now? If you were to think about this as being on a spectrum, so it's not this or that often, it's on a spectrum. Where do you feel like you are right now between rest and relaxation and stress? Let's say there's like a number and zero is rest and relaxation, 10 is max stress. Where are you at on the scale? in this exact moment. Yeah. Where do you think that you spend the majority of your life? Just give yourself a moment to sense, like these days. Let's say over the past sort of three to six months, where do you think that most of your life is spent? On what number on the scale? Yeah. Don't think about it too hard because usually the first number is the one that is. So let yourself kind of find that and sense it and compare that to the first question of where you're at right now in this moment. And then what are the things do you think that contribute? Just ask yourself, what contributes? And it could be a bunch of different things. You might be thinking primarily of life circumstances. But now I want to ask you, so let's say you can't in this moment change your life circumstances, but let's just have a look at some of your actions. What actions do you take that contribute to the state that you are often in? What kind of actions contribute? And you know, you might be going all over the scale here. You might find that you often feel that you're in one place and that you react to with your action to take yourself to another place just see what is your mind offering you what are some actions what are some let me let me rephrase that make it clear what are some actions that contribute to being in a more stressful state that you take currently No judgment. No need to judge. Just notice what your mind remembers or thinks of. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. And then no judgment. Just be aware of that. And then you have some choice, but there's no need. There's no need to make any changes or any commitments. No need to make any commitments. Just that freaks you out especially just let it go we're just listening you're just listening to a podcast here it's not a program so don't feel like just because you're going through this exercise that you're going to need to make all these changes and change your life and if you don't that you're a bad person (laughs) take it easy this is just a podcast low commitment level super super low (laughs) so and it's free so super low commitment level here just noticing that's the level of commitment now what do you do that contributes to being in a state of rest and relaxation what kind of things do you do and notice any secondary uh, thoughts or emotions around those things that you think about like for example Do you, it's just random, do you uh, go for a walk? And how easy is it for you to go for walks? So for example, if that's something that you identified that helps you to be in a state of rest or relaxation, then how often do you do that for yourself? And do you find that an easy thing to do? Do you find it hard to make time for that? Do you find it something that you like, really don't want to do, you're often dragging your feet, or is it something that you look forward to? So what is the feeling around it or these activities that you are thinking of? Just notice. Just notice how you work. That's all. And the same with the activities that you thought of that or the actions that you thought of that contribute to being in a more stressful state. What are your feelings and thoughts around those? Often I find that it's kind of grabby, like, Ooh, I want that. (laughs) I want to do that. I don't want to let that go. (laughs) Just notice your own. Ooh, just feel it. Okay. All right. Let it all go and to do this simple activity with me. First of all, see what you're seeing, so open your eyes and look around, and see what you see in your space. What are you looking at? A lot of things to look at. Are you looking at an object? And look at the sort of shape of an object or What about the way that light falls? Allow your eyes to kind of settle somewhere. Just let them settle into something where you feel drawn. Maybe drawn to look or to let your gaze rest for a moment. And look at that thing or that. What is it? space the wall and then notice what it is about that thing that is new in this moment what about if you keep your gaze there soft but then notice all the other things that you can see can you see the space between the the things, the objects, and the light around. What about yourself? Can you see parts of yourself? Can you be aware of yourself looking, seeing? Be aware of your own aspect, your own shape, posture. Just notice. Notice what you hear and how that contributes to your experience. Where else do you want to look? Somewhere else. Just let your eyes see something else. And then from that place, put your hand on your heart. And gaze somewhere, find something to look at where your gaze can kind of rest for a moment. Feel your hand on your chest, feel your heartbeat, and notice all the things that are going on for you and accept it all. Just accept it all. Everything, everything that you like, everything that you don't like, the fact that you like and the fact that you don't like, just accept it. And see what you see. And let your eyes get curious, satisfy your curiosity. See the shapes, the light, the detail, and feel the beating of your heart and feel that in this moment you're alive and you can perceive it's a wonderful thing a wonderful thing and just notice where you are at in this spectrum from zero to 10. And remember, we're not trying to fix anything and we're not trying to be better. So just notice where you are. Maybe going still brings you right up to 10. Like going still might be really hard for you. And that's fine. Just notice it and accept it accept whatever number accept the number accept the feeling accept the experience breathe into the experience yeah and then just identify for yourself you can kind of let your gaze go a little bit and just identify for yourself What are the qualities of this state of being as you're experiencing it now? What are the qualities of this state of being? How do you recognize it? How do you recognize your current state? And just let yourself name a few details or sense into a few details and then also look through the eyes of this state encounter the world through the eyes of this state there you are all right so you can let that go as when you're ready you can linger if you want but you can you know rest your arm rest your hand and allow yourself to You know, be in that place, linger in that place of awareness. And at any time, right, you can just pause and give yourself this moment to connect and feel. Be curious. Where am I at? Where am I at? What are all the details? And accept everything and experience whatever it is that arises for you in that moment. And the more that you give yourself this opportunity to just be present with what is, the more you'll experience natural, organic change. Not change that you force or that you want, but that just becomes available to you. You have the keys within you to the palace. The keys to authentic, deep self-connection. They are there, ready and waiting for you at all times. And the times when you find that you don't want to tap in are some of the times that you would benefit from it the most. (laughs) Isn't that just the way it has to be? (laughs) I hope you enjoyed today. Thank you for joining me. Have a wonderful week. Make sure that you reach out if you wanna work with me. Let's create the transformation in your life that you're ready for. Speak to you soon. everyone thanks for listening in today as always it's so wonderful to have you hey if you enjoyed today's episode please leave a review it helps people to find the podcast and i love hearing from you super super helpful and if you want to reach out to find out more about working with me you can find me at molly at move to nourish.com that's move to nourish.com You can also find me at the website, www.movetonourish.com, and in the Facebook group, From Pain to Empowerment. The links to all of these things I just mentioned are in the show notes, very easy to access. So find them by scrolling around whatever platform you listen to this podcast on. I've got some big news coming up, so stay tuned. I've got something in the works, and I can't wait to share it with you. There's going to be offers to work with me for free and offers coming up to work with me more long-term, more in-depth. But if you're ready to get started and you don't want to wait, if you're ready to resolve the chronic pain that is really bothersome and getting in the way of you living your life and the way you want to live it, get in touch with me now and we'll get that sorted together. Have a wonderful week. I'll see you soon.